hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. And welcome to the Riverdale Register. You stared at me and said it very emphatically to make sure it happened <laughs> in the order you liked. I know. I did it. I was a success story. I don't know what we do now. And That's a lie. Yeah. I see you on your phone. Oh, just kidding. Is, <laughs> do we do questions first? Yes. Okay. Have we always done questions first? It's. I mean, at first we were doing uh, Apple reviews. Do you remember? Right. iTunes reviews. Interesting. Then we stopped doing that at a certain point. Okay, well, I because I don't I don't support Apple supremacy. Okay, I'm <laughs> you, you be you over there. I'm gonna read the question. Hi guys, I hope you're doing well. I I never ask how they're doing, so and they'll never tell me. And they'll never tell me. So this is a question from Bryce, and Bryce asks, "Do you think that the new powers of the characters will be permanent?" And I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm gonna say that it's going to end. And they're going to be like, wow, Archie, don't you miss being super strong? He'd be like, kind of, but it came with a lot of responsibility. And then he's going to say, Jughead, do you, do you like not, not being able to read minds right, anymore? Right. And, and Jughead's going to say, what? Right. <laughs> that was going to be my joke. <laughs> Is that offensive? I'm not sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> obviously, obviously we meant that as a joke and I'm sorry. It's just funny to always remember that Jughead can't hear in any of these scenes. He's right. just reading minds. He's just reading minds. I guess. Yeah. We it was never really clear. We had that really emotional scene where we're like, oh, they're really gonna explore like the deaf community and what that means. Right. And then he was like, I can draw comic books and read minds. Right. And instead he was like, I don't want to learn sign language. (laughs) Anyway. uh, He's like, Have you seen heroes? Right. I want to do that. They're just doing heroes. I mean, is that what the title is this week? We'll get there in a second, but I, I, I thought it was just like heroes and they put the word folk in front of it. Okay, so I didn't think that that, that at all. So I couldn't find anything that said folk heroes. So I just looked up what folk heroes means. Do you well, want to know? Uh, sure, yeah, we can go right okay. to that. Folk hero, according to Wikipedia, where I get all the information from, um, it's a type of hero. <laughs> I hope someday <laughs> our fans are going to like beat you to the Wikipedia for something oh, and yeah. put in a message for you. It'll be great. But a folk hero is a type of hero, real, fictional, or mythological, with their name, personality, and deeds embedded in the popular consciousness of people, mentioned frequently in folk songs, folk tales, and other folklore, um, and with modern trope status in literature, art, and films. Yes. I, the, the several that are, like, codified in pop culture, I remember because there was some movie I watched as a kid where they all teamed up. Yes, that's It was, that's like, Paul thing. Bunyan, John Henry Irons... And a couple others whose names I can't. And I have the name of that movie. It's called. It's like called Legends of America. Yeah, that's a great idea. Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett. These are like really um, turn of the century forces. These 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 characters, which is why it's so weird that Jughead mentions them now because it's it's not like you these guys became folk heroes because they propagandized themselves. Right. Many of them didn't exist at all. Well, Paul Bunyan, right? That's right. one of them. Yeah, yeah, he was like big and he had a... I don't know, but like ass. you can't just decide, yeah. you know? <laughs> Jughead's like, you're going to be famous. You're going to be a folk hero, Archie. We're going to do it in three days. It's great. And it doesn't work actually at all. It's like, oh, and his plan was, why don't you lose this boxing match? And then that'll be impressive. I mean, when he explains it, it sounds much better than that. He's like, you don't get knocked out. You still don't win. However. Right, but have you seen Rocky? 
No. So, like, he doesn't win that fight at the end. He doesn't win that fight? No, but he, he doesn't the... get knocked out. Okay. And, and, and Apollo Creed always knocks out his opponents. Oh, so maybe that's what they were referencing. Yeah. So I have not seen that film. Right. So, like, Isn't when... is Michael do you, Jordan? Do, so you... <laughs> Apollo Creed? <laughs> no? Michael B. Jordan is Adonis Creed in Creed, the best Rocky movie. So, but Michael Jordan Sr. is then Apollo Creed. I mean, that's not the actor's name. <laughs> okay. His name is Carl Weathers. Oh, Carl Weathers. He's in stuff. Like Rocky. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I know. No, Shoot, I, I'm hitting my thigh again. I know that's bad for the audio. It's bad for the audio, John. John, who wrote this episode? <laughs> who did this? Oh, man. Who did this? I'll tell you. We like this episode. I just want to <laughs> clarify. This episode was written by Devin Turner. Devin Turner has only written for Riverdale, but has written other episodes of Riverdale, including uh, Dance of Death. Ooh. Do you remember that one? No. All right. I'm sorry. Let's look at it. You would think, but I don't remember. Uh, he has written The Preppy Murders. Oh, yeah. You Hell remember yeah. that one. Snap, snap, snap. Uh, we don't really agree with the choices in that episode. <laughs> right. right, but we remember it strongly right. because of that. And uh, Witness for the Prosecution. You remember that one? Oh, man. Is that when Archie goes on the stand to do a thing? Is there a court involved? I love that Sure sounds like there should be. Yeah, I really love that play. Chapter 62, Witness for the Prosecution. Veronica digs deep for justice. Betty explores her future and complex past. Stonewall Prep celebrates a literary franchise. Archie finds himself the unexpected target of the local businesses. That's every episode of Riverdale. (laughs) There's not a single episode that that doesn't describe. Okay, how about this? Chapter 93, Dance of Death. Okay. After learning that a friend has gone missing, Tabitha enlists help from Jughead and Betty. Penelope plants doubt in Kevin's mind. An explosion of the mines leaves several lives hanging in the balance. Okay, I remember that one, actually. Right. That, that's, this that's is where Archie specific. overcomes his trauma by working right. with ghosts. Right. His ghost friends. <clears throat> this episode was directed by the man himself, Gabriel Correa. Gabriel! He's been, he's been on break for a little bit, and now he's back. He's back. They found him in the wild, dragged him back to the Riverdale studios, and said, you're not allowed to leave until you've directed six more episodes. Please just let me go. I have a family. <laughs> not anymore. Your family is this crew. Did, are there only two plot lines this no, week? No, no, no. There are three plot lines this oh, week. Oh, right? okay. We got, we got, I've had enough of this guy. Yeah. We've okay. got, what if everything was a casino? And okay. we have Firestunder in theaters May 22nd. I think we should do What If Everything Was a Casino. Okay. I just want to double check I got that date right for the Firestarter release. <laughs> I mean, everyone's going to go see it. I'm sure they'll tell you. <laughs> I'm sure every single person I you know will know. I got it wrong. I did get it wrong. What is the date? May 13th. Did they move it up the schedule because people were so excited to see it? We've got Firestarter in theaters <laughs> on Friday, the 13th of May. I think we got to start with that one. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Because I have a lot of thoughts about this. <laughs> and I imagined that you did as well. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. No. Sorry, no, it's the first scene. Uh... <laughs> so so uh, Britta tells Cheryl that once her parents heard that Cheryl was planning to adopt her, they changed their minds <laughs> about her being gay and were ready to welcome her back into their lives. They're like, I don't think you should marry I, that Cheryl <laughs> woman. <laughs> like, they just completely misread the situation. She's much oh, no, no. old. Here's what I think is Britta's just lying to Cheryl. Oh, yeah. Anything to get out of this house. Right. Uh, my, no, my parents love me again. I don't have to stay here with you. Bye. 
Right, right. No, yeah. I I think I think that the homophobic parents should not have Britta, but I do not think Britta should be in that house. I think Britta should leave this house. Yeah. I don't think this this is like weirdly tied up with a bow on it in a, yeah. in a way that makes me think, are we never gonna see Britta again? Yeah, Britta's gone. Britta gives Cheryl this deep hug, it's like thank you for everything you've done for me. And I'm like, what has she done for you other than turn your life into a series of insane situations? Yeah, I don't think that this was a good call. You didn't have there's not like, you know, there's no cut to that lovely like bonding moment these two had because it didn't happen. It never, right. it doesn't exist. I like the idea of Cheryl taking in a girl who's ostracized by her family for being gay, but I don't think that they actually, my leg is not touching your leg. Well, yeah, but you were hitting <laughs> all of the lines. It's okay. <laughs> I am... Britta, gay? What did I say? <laughs> okay. You said there was a good storyline uh, for like Cheryl taking in this girl. <laughs> okay. There was a good storyline for Cheryl taking in this girl. Um, <laughs> there was a good storyline for Cheryl taking in Britta. I- Lines. <laughs> I <know. laughs> okay. We're getting cozy. I- <laughs> What's this thing? I think it was a nice thought, unlike you, who thought that British should be adopted by Archie. You <laughs> still should. <clears throat> I, but I, I thought it was nice that Cheryl adopted her because she had a hard time with her mom, who she hates now. I don't know. We met her mom once at a diner breakfast. It's not like she's a deep character. Oh, no. Sorry. I met I met Cheryl's mom. Oh, Cheryl's mom's off somewhere. Right. I thought Cheryl she's... and her made up, though. I thought they, like, hugged at graduation. Right. But then but then Dream Penelope happened, so, like... Right. But I thought they were friends. Right, anyway. But, 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 you know, that was Cheryl that episode. And this is Cheryl this episode. You keep thinking there's going to be, like, consistency between those two? No, there's not. Of course not. That would be <laughs> ridiculous. I love it. Go into another plot point. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole Britta plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's all we see of Britta, right? That's it? Yeah, Britta isn't in the rest of the episode, and we may never see her again. I don't think we're... I'm so sorry, John. Are you okay? I mean, I just... I don't understand what they were thought they were ever doing here. I know. R.I.P. It just... It, I'm, it's deeply confused across the board. <laughs> I, I think that Britta was a good idea when they were doing the school stuff more. But now people are, like, kind of still doing the school stuff, but not really. Right. And then I, clearly the thought was, like, she has red hair. Mm-hmm. So let's, you know, give Cheryl a child. And I think there's, there. you were right, there is a good idea there of Cheryl exploring motherhood yeah. to another person. Uh, but that's not what happened. Like, almost immediately Cheryl has this girl and she's sending her into the mines to go get palladium. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what you do so with like, your child. So she becomes an accessory to Cheryl Potts, much like Tony did. Yeah, I'm very happy that Tony so is like, not there anymore. Any character that gets plugged into a Cheryl plot becomes accessory to a Cheryl storyline and lives in her realm. I would argue so the same with Veronica, actually. Yeah, it's very. true. Reggie? Which is why I my argument for them is always to like, Take them out and plug them into the main plot. Yes, absolutely. Which they they kind of Cheryl. Sort of do. Cheryl, I I have I have some pitches on like where I or some rumor mill stuff Ooh, where exciting. I think Cheryl could or should go. Okay. Uh, she's reading. She's reading in front of Abigail that night when she gets extra sweaty. <laughs> do you know how long it took me to understand what was happening here? I was like, "What is? Is she okay? Like, what's <laughs> going on?" Uh, her book catches fire, and then her dress, and it's a nightmare, and she wakes up screaming. But she's just, like, having a fever. Yes. Okay. 
Well, what I like about it is that her first thought is like the devil. It's the it's the witch magic. It's the doll, and the in the case is coming to get me. Well, right? to be fair, wouldn't that be your first thought? It'd be COVID, <laughs> and then it, and then it would be that. Well, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I'd be like, do I have COVID? No, it's the doll in the case. Well, the doll in the case was there when we moved into the house, and it looks at me whenever I walk by. <laughs> Normal, totally healthy thing to keep around. Nana takes Cheryl's temperature, and she's burning up. Why do you trust Nana with anything? That's my thing, right? Yeah. She's like, Nana, thank you for taking care of me. And I'm like, Nana no, did possess no. you with an ancestor. And also Nana then says, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yes. yes. She very quickly is like, I am so busy watching <laughs> the to, doll. I have to keep these candles that you insisted upon around this doll. We could have had so many other choices. I'm going to hire you a night nurse. To be fair, her night nurse is very attractive. Really? Yeah. I got like a serial killer vibe off of him immediately. Yeah. I, I, oh, the same thing for you? They cannot, they don't have to be different, you know? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I mean, Patrick Bateman's pretty hot. Did you know there's a Marvel superhero named Night Nurse? That's so funny, really? Yeah. Is he a nurse at night? Women. Uh, oh, I'm uh, so sorry. That was weirdly reverse <laughs> sexist of me. Okay. I was like, Night Nurse, the man's the man, yes. Yeah, so like... Long story, but before Marvel printed superhero comics, they okay. printed uh, romance comics. Interesting. Like Stan Lee wrote romance comics, and one of them was about like a young nurse named I think Claire Temple. Wait, so uh, then do they change her to a superhero because they're like, makes sense. We're going in a different direction. So uh, this nurse, this young nurse, romance novel or romance comic protagonist disappears for decades while the comic book's coming out. That's fine. And then at some point in like the recent years a character in new york needs a nurse and there she is and she's got like a cape on and she's like i'm night nurse like okay i just i just treat people at night is that her superpower Mm -hmm. having a late night job yeah yeah okay uh and she had like two roommates who were also uh night nurses and one of them was played by rosario dawson oh on daredevil and the rest of the defenders shows so we and the other one was played by uh what's her name from uh, mean Girls. Amanda Seyfried? No. Lacey Chabert? No. Rachel McAdams? Yes. Rachel McAdams and Doctor Strange. Why did I go for the last option? That was I don't slightly... know. You really... It was, yeah. a, it was a long walk when yeah. we got there. Wait, so is Rosario Dawson Night Nurse? I mean, they don't use the name Night Nurse. But that's who she is. She is playing one of the three women who was Night Nurse. So is uh, Rachel McAdams in Interesting. Interesting. But do they have powers? No. Okay. They're just nurses. They're just nurses. But like, I guess it's like, if I'm treating the superhero community, I better put on a mask. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if that matters. (laughs) So Cheryl flirts with a sketchy night nurse named Darius. Or at least I say he's sketchy. I don't think he's sketchy. I think he really wanted to help. (laughs) We'll never know. Because when Cheryl wakes up the next morning refreshed, it's because Darius has been burned to ash, except for his feet. Yeah, that was... Okay, so I, I'm going to bring this up later in what we're watching, but have you seen the movie Spontaneous? No. It's it's truly, like, amazing. Like, incredible film. All of you need to watch it. I pointed to the microphone where you all live. Mm-hmm. Um, you all need to watch it. It is probably, like, it's it's just a very entertaining movie, but it's also one of the deepest explorations of what it means to be, like, a teenager coming of age in, like, this era okay so it's dark and sad basically people in this high school just start spontaneously exploding oh 
like combusting and nobody knows why nobody knows if it's contagious if it's not contagious so you know wow that sounds like a storyline this show would have done yeah but it's i i mean you gotta watch this movie you really i think you would like it it's mm-hmm. incredible please watch it where where is it that's a good question i think it's on amazon okay i think it's an amazon prime movie but i could be wrong okay or it, you'll find it <laughs> no it's not an amazon prime movie you'll find it it'll be good and you'll enjoy it wherever it is <laughs> okay anyway it's great hope you guys like that <laughs> So, of course, Cheryl's first thought is, it's the doll. So it's she goes over to the doll. It's like, did it do it? And Nana is like, no, I've been here no. all night. You can trust me. I've never done anything <laughs> bad to you or anyone else. Right. I'm but an old lady. <laughs> so uh, they call in Betty, who uh, I love her walking into a Cheryl plaque. She's like, oh, this is um super weird. Let's go talk to a doctor. Yeah. And, and Cheryl and Nana are like, doctors <laughs> wow that's you're so smart also I, I noticed that betty's hair is now when she's investigating is like long and like half pinned back and there's just something like she feels like a different person well doesn't she feel like just kind of like weirdly checked out of everything yes, right now right now i don't know maybe it's because she has the migraines she sometimes wears the sunglasses she's just staying home all the time and, yeah uh, not dealing with alice right right <laughs> Guys, you gotta watch your loved ones. This is crazy. You're just letting them do whatever they want. Aww. Creepy Dr. Jr. says it was spontaneous human combustion. He would be wrong, apparently. He is is incorrect, but we'll get there. Uh, Cheryl uh, becomes scared that she's going to combust as well. So Betty stays over to make sure that doesn't happen. When Cheryl is burning up, Betty takes her to an ice bath. It's cool because it's like the the ice bath... um steams yeah it's like melting as it as it goes it's quite cool and cheryl cheryl is immediately convinced that this won't work and it's just gonna boil her alive and betty says could you maybe give it five minutes i don't know (laughs) i just put ice in Uh, it does work right it it does work yes uh they it the heat dissipates but cheryl is worried that this is just gonna keep happening again and again and again and what can they do and betty says she'll reach out uh and and then she just she describes the x-files She's yeah. going to call in the X-Files. Her new girlfriend, the Yeah, Cheryl. this, okay, so. <laughs> I got the vibes. Did you guys get the vibes? So this diner scene, right? They bring in this girl, Agent Drake, and I'm like, who are you? Right, like, I She's popping the moment she's on screen. So I Google this uh, this actress to be like, is she like from another Roberto right. project of some kind? No. No, she barely has a career. Wow. She's like just starting out. And so what's going on here? So that's Betty's new girlfriend. Yeah, right? are we going to see her again? Because it felt like... <laughs> we love her. There was something going on there. And uh, I mean, maybe, or maybe we just, that girl just has star power. And yeah. she's going to start popping up somewhere else really soon. We'll be like, hey, remember when she was in one scene of Riverdale? And now she's winning several Oscars. Yeah, I just thought that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, she really was great. I hope she listens to this episode just to be like, I wonder what they said about my performance. Probably yeah, nothing. Yeah, I probably yeah. I think every guest star knows they got to listen to us. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> to get their right. performance review. I think so. Actually, maybe they shouldn't. <laughs> but this, this girl should. <clears throat> yeah, she's doing great. Yeah, that's Betty's That's Betty's future's girlfriend. And I feel like I can say that because I can will that into I mean, they had more chemistry in that scene than anyone's had this <laughs> whole season yeah yeah when she was like do you want me to show you i was like show you what? Like, show, show she... me what i was like does she have power? sorry is it getting hot in here <laughs> like, i feel are it. you pyrokinetic 
Because she tells Betty that she's got a pyrokinetic on her hands. I wish she just said, have you seen, have you read the book Firestar? Right, it's movie? that. They're it's making a new one, comes out uh, May 13th, Friday the 13th. Yeah, go see it, go see it. Betty then decides she's going to train Cheryl. She has to light a fire in the fireplace or else they all die. Makes sense. And something I was just thinking about was like, if you really want to cool Cheryl down, it'd be great if there was some kind of frozen over river. Oh, yeah. Nearby. That would be helpful. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, I do think it would be like a cool thing to juxtapose if, like, she was like, I don't know, thrown into some kind of fro- freezing river, and then and then with her fire, uh, she frees huh. herself from it. I just think that would be like really cool thing to see. That sounds expensive. It sounds so expensive. <laughs> remember they, like... when they remember remember that one time they had budget for snow. You know what's <clears> funny? <throat> Ian was saying because he was watching me watch the episode. He was like, "This seems like a much higher budget than episode than the one that he watched." Oh. I don't remember what one that was. Dark Side, Tales from the Dark Side, right? It was Tales from the Dark Side. That had a That's lot more exteriors in it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, man, I saw someone recently post a comparison of uh, what the Flash CGI looks like when they're running now uh-huh. versus something back in season two, and it's it almost it's, it's a little embarrassing. It's like, worse It looks now. much worse now. I think it's probably just because maybe they have less. I think budget. budget. I think time. Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah, it's kind of important. Season nine, you know, and it's season nine. That's it's not, crazy. or it's. I think it's an eight now, but I think it got picked up for nine. It's just like one of those things where you're not going to bring in more viewers anytime soon. Yeah. So they give you less. Well, it's interesting because I remember thinking One Tree Hill lasted so long that it was just such a long running <laughs> show. I couldn't believe how long it ran. Only ran for nine seasons. I mean, that still feels like a really long time. It's a long time, but like... Smallville was ten. Yeah, that's a long time. But comparatively, I was like, oh, Riverdale's going into season seven. Yeah. You know? Like, that's a, that's not that far behind. Yeah, by this point, Buffy had saved the world like a couple of times. You know what I mean? That ended with season seven? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway. Riverdale. River Riverdale. Yes. With a D. With a D. That's right. For now. Uh, Betty calls Cheryl a phoenix. Talks about how much of her life has been consumed by fire. So instead of doing, we're not doing anything literal with the frozen over lake. We're uh, yeah. we're just saying, you know, you know what that old that old phrase uh, uh, tell t- don't tell, show. Tell don't show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Her uh, Cheryl's life has been building to this, and Nana has one of those um, ther- thermometers. <laughs> we uh, we use these at work, right? The ones that you hold in your hand and point at someone. How They're crazy. all the craze now after after COVID. What's fun about them is that they're uh, wildly inaccurate. Yeah, that's what I always thought. And well, so, she... so I'm like, man, it's like 116. I'm like, well, maybe. <laughs> right, probably not. I don't know. Uh, then Betty puts Natalie Bolt's headshot in the fireplace and goes, light that on fire. And Cheryl oh, doesn't. Natalie. So she doesn't like her mom anymore. No, they, they, her, she's back around to hating mom. Okay. I mean... I thought they made up. I, well, yeah, she but that a, was a whole season ago. Yeah, and I a reality that. ago, and an Abigail ago, and, and they had the whole church. Remember they had a church. Remember they had a church. So weird. That was their bit for a while. They were doing church stuff. That feels like so long. And ago. and and turns out, uh, Cheryl was right. Yeah. <laughs> Cheryl's yeah. like, no, I have real magic powers, and okay. we were like, get out of here, Cheryl. And she's and like, no, seriously, I got my things on fire with my mind. I have so many questions about how that's possible, but. <clears throat> Which may, gives us uh, five people with superpowers now, none of whom are Veronica. Veronica's never getting Veronica them. doesn't get superpowers. No. Veronica Reggie, gets Reggie will get them next. <laughs> Reggie gets superpowers, Veronica gets the casino. Well, Veronica gets casino, but everyone gets a casino this week. <laughs> everyone has a casino. <laughs> Is that where you want to go next? Yes. All right. Everyone has a casino in <clears throat> Riverdale. More like <laughs> casino land. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's really shifted. So, uh, Percival... 
meets with Veronica and asks to live in one of her champagne suites. For some reason, he stood his ground on homelessness. <laughs> he stood his ground on gangs. But he likes casinos now. He's changed his tune. That's how he talks. Could he not, though? I would have much preferred if he was fighting Veronica. Well, I think he's he's going into this casino with the intention to take it down from the inside, but, but first by using it to destroy the other businesses. It's just town. like it... I think... What I don't like about it is that we're not getting any follow-up on the man who he convinced to kill himself in the casino. <laughs> right. That, right. right. And Veronica like, has like, no interest It's, it's in almost implied it. that he's like, ah, she foiled my plans. Right. right. <laughs> She's outthought me, that Veronica. <laughs> There's only one thing to do. I have to work within her casino to undermine her from the inside. I don't know what accent this is, John, but it's nice. It's nice. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm trying. You're welcome. <laughs> I did something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a mix of a lot of things. <laughs> Which which gives her too much credit. But anyway, she says no because he called her casino bad one time. Right. That hurts. Yeah. Uh, he mentions that uh, he's no longer a deputy. Okay. Because instead he has started a um, a curiosity shop. We don't get to see that curiosity no, shop. No, no, we do not. Will we ever? What does that mean? It's a little devilish, right? Because yeah. we have those stories. I'm yeah, actually like, really thinking of a Rick and Morty episode where the devil opens a curiosity shop with cursed items. The, I think that is like the idea, like the monkey paw. It's like you go into the curiosity right, right, shop, right, you right. buy the monkey paw, and then the devil does something bad, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> he offers her all the money she could want up front, all the expenses, yada, yada, yada. Is this champagne sweet a hotel? It sounds like it's a room you can stay in. Right. So it's, he lives the casino now. Okay. That seems silly. And then he's like, I'd also like to sing. I'd like <laughs> specifically, give me Kevin's singing spot. He's not using it. He's not going to Broadway anytime soon. I want it. Give it to me. And she says, you had me at cash. Yeah. <laughs> I will sacrifice pretty much everything for, for many. Money is my God. Money is my God. Percival yeah. unveils a new um, Riverdale town sign at a town council meeting. And it's got a, uh, a, a set of train tracks on it. It says, you can't stop progress. Uh, and he's like, oh, it's just such a shape. The train tracks <laughs> couldn't fit in the the home of Ch- Pop's Chocolate Shop. Which I honestly think is kind of a weird thing to put on a sign. I mean, it's great marketing, right? Sure. And Tabitha's like, why? Take my marketing from me. Yeah, Tabitha, even <laughs> though this is the only place anyone in town has ever gone for food... Tabitha is like... Well, suddenly not. No one will know. Yes, that's true. Now there is a second place that serves food. <laughs> These people must be so malnourished. I mean, their 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 uh, cholesterol must be insane. No one has a salad. <laughs> no one served a salad in these places of food. And it's like... And then they're all sexy and fit in the tightest clothes. Yeah, I like eating this. red meat every night. I really do appreciate this uh, version of the world that Riverdale is. I mean, I wish. Yeah. After the meeting... Percival kind of aims Tabitha at Veronica, saying that the council is holding a meeting to give Veronica a billboard. There are two billboards on Only the street. Two. Just two. <laughs> there are two billboards outside Riverdale. And the other one is apparently a billboard that exists somewhere we haven't sure. seen. That will be for the casino. The casino has a name, Babylonia. I keep forgetting it. It's like the Babylonium. 
or something. Sure. I, I know because of the captions. Bibbidi babbidi boopity. <laughs> yeah, what were he calling the casino? I mean, we didn't Le have bon, a name. Labone Le bon Nut, Le bon Nut was the club. Yeah, there's no, she, she outthought us this time. It's not that funny. Yeah. The baby lion, I don't know. <laughs> I love that Le, Le baby lion. Le baby lion. Oh, we added French to it now? <laughs> yeah, let's call it Le baby lion. All right, very happy with that. Yes. <clears throat> So the council, the council minus Tabitha, because she's not allowed to vote on it herself, I guess. Sure. Uh, I mean, I mean, it does make sense. This is just like, yeah, sure. Damn, if you were in that meeting. Yeah, yeah awkward. <laughs> Who wants this stupid pop's diner sign <laughs> or this cool little <laughs> baby Look at this. It's got train tracks on it. Come on. They tell Tabitha that they're going with Veronica's billboard for Baby Lion. Le Baby, Le Lion. baby Lion. It's going to have a really big picture of a baby. <laughs> and a lion. With a baby lion. <laughs> right, both. And then, a ba- and then a lion with a baby. <laughs> a baby lion with a baby. Uh, Alice has decided she now believes casino money is good. Percival sure. said so and she'll do whatever he says. No questions asked. Seriously, no one's checked in on this woman? I don't think that she's brainwashed. I think she just has a oh. fickle personality. <laughs> I, it's really the thing that's bothering me most about the storyline is that they're like, oh, all of our friends and family are turned. And I'm like, are they though? Prove it. Talk to them. <laughs> right. right. You haven't had a scene with any of them. What's going on? They might just have bad opinions. Because like, it could be like really interesting to see those scenes, uh, but instead you're just not doing them. And I, I, I do think they're picking plot over uh, emotion a little bit too much. Yeah. But you could argue that they've always kind of done that. So. Uh, yeah. I, I know. I know. And I know. I know. Because like... You've made peace. Oh! You made peace. I was going to eat cake every time I had a problem. I know, but that they don't like when we eat on, on my... Ugh. Percival says Pops will always be part of Riverdale's legacy. And then Tabitha goes, also, it's present and future. <laughs> Got him. I win. And then leaves. I love Tabitha. Tabitha is like my favorite character, I think. She just feels uh, so powerless this whole episode. I know, but then she comes back strong. And what really bothers me about this storyline is just that uh, they turn Veronica into a sexy lamp on this one. Yeah, they where do. Where people start talking about Veronica and she's not like in scenes or in control of <laughs> yeah. stuff. And they're like, I can't believe she did this. And I'm like, did she do this? I <laughs> What's going on? Anyway, Tabitha tells Tony she doesn't understand why the casino is eating into her customer base. And that was the question that I had. I'm like, why would a diner in a casino a problem? Yeah. not be able to like exist? Kidding. If I were coming, if I were drunk at a casino, you know where I'd want to go? A diner. To the diner exactly. for cheap food. <laughs> Also, you don't have to dress up to go to the diner. What is crazy about this casino is how much you have to dress up to go in. Right. I was like, if you could just, like, in Vegas, like, I was just in Vegas, like, you can just walk into a casino wearing pretty much whatever. Sure. Whatever. But here, it's like, if it's not, like, a white tie event. (laughs) Right. It's a black tie thing. Uh, So, like, Tabitha and Tony go to the casino. Percival's singing. And it turns out what's going on is the, 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 the casino where you have to dress up in a really nice outfit serves diner food on the house <laughs> and boozy milkshakes. I kind of love the boozy milkshakes. They're so Sure, cute. yeah. Uh, Tabitha should be able to sell milkshakes with a shot in them. Yeah. I, I don't think Pop is, Pop is right about that one. <laughs> I, I understand because in Riverdale, the second you incorporate alcohol into anything, it becomes like a thing. Right, right. People I, dance it's, it's, and strip. It's, it's also re- really weirdly old-fashioned morals yeah. on some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And so uh, after seeing that the casino, that baby lion, the baby lion uh, <laughs> serves diner food, Tabitha and Tony forget that Veronica is like a person they can talk to. Right. Instead They're... go and be like, how can we compete? What <laughs> well, if we were a casino too? 
My favorite thing is when they're like, I guess she chose profit over friendship. I'm like, you guys are friends? Yeah, I don't... Like, ha- since when? You ha- Again, you have not... I mean, you haven't gone to her, so... <laughs> right. Because there could have been a really cool scene of, you know, Veronica choosing business competition over friendship would be actually more interesting than... But I forgot, it's tell, don't show. That's Yeah, right. They, they rule. I keep forgetting. I'm so dumb. So dumb. I'll never man. make it in Hollywood. You'll never make it, kid. I don't know what that accent was. I tried so to the plan is, uh, Tabitha's going to add alcohol to the upstairs menu by putting it on the downstairs orders. And Tony is going to put casino machines downstairs. And her, all, her other plan is that she's going to bring back the serpent dance. You could not. <laughs> right. right so she's like i must right. sing private dancer so like, it's more than anything else it's a real nobody colon <laughs> and tony what if we brought back the surfing dance right. no one has been asking yeah yeah no you could maybe tony was like itching to bring back the serpent dance. Yeah, for a like, while she's like i had the baby yeah i got the body back let's do let's it let's do the serpent dance it's great percival wants in on the casino <gasps> percival Veronica, I'm loving these casino plots, and I want to be part <laughs> of every casino plot. Everyone Veronica says in you for can't this. be. I have a co-star for my for my casino plots. It's Reggie, and he says, "Is Reggie even in this episode?" And Briefly, then, and he wasn't until this point. Veronica says he's in a B plot right now, the car dealership. <laughs> Are you sure? And then she discovers that the car dealership is also a casino now. <laughs> yeah, we how act- could you do this to me, Reggie? <laughs> Actually. Yeah, there's now four casinos <laughs> in this small town. And no supermarket. <laughs> Not a supermarket inside. <laughs> oh, people buy their groceries at the casino, haven't you right. heard? Right, it's a food desert, but four casinos. <laughs> he calls it a side hustle. Veronica says they're in the fight of their lives to make the casino solvent. Are they? Then why? I'm going, how well is this doing? Girl, are any of your businesses profitable? <laughs> what is going on? It's... Have you been, from your perspective, been like, I'm, I'm underwater over here. If I don't start serving diner food. Right, right. I also, I would have loved to see. Maybe it is the diner food that's costing her so much. I have so many questions. Like, when did Veronica decide to serve boozy milkshakes? Like, Right, when did any of this happen? Yeah. Why would she choose to do these things without talking to them? Veronica's whole thing is like businesses working together. Right, yeah, no. It doesn't, what's crazy is that the conclusion they arrive at would logistically be the first thing they would ever think of. Right. Uh, uh, and so, like, all the drama in this feels extremely manufactured. Yeah, because it's it's one of those things where this happened on Gossip Girl, like, every episode. Mm-hmm. It would be a very simple problem that they had. Right. All they had to do was get into a room or even get on a text chain and be like, did you say this? And they would be like, no, I didn't. Here is what happened. And then everybody would be like, oh, okay. Uh, all right. And then that would be it. And this is what they're doing on Riverdale this episode. Veronica bars Reggie from the casino and her bed. <gasps> oh, no. Who her could bed, have seen this coming? Her bed's also a casino. Though. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so that's probably why it happened. Do you think the, the, the mattress is actually just stacks of stacks of cash? Stacks of cash, and then there's a slot machine at the end. <laughs> when, she, when, her, when, her, when her alarm goes off in the morning, she yeah. pulls the thing down. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's how you make three profit. sevens, and then she's like, I'm late. <laughs> That's how you make profit, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Turn everything that you can into a casino. Hmm. Percival shows Veronica what's been going on with the white worm, which is also a casino now. <laughs> and Veronica's wearing her blonde wig as if she didn't invent that disguise here. <laughs> right, right. You Everyone built knows. this place. <laughs> you owned the downstairs and the upstairs. Everybody knows who you are. 
again confused how she couldn't still own it because they never when did they give it back to pop uh uh during the time jump i guess yeah. she like left it was like here's she's the like i'm gonna leave live in new york forever and never come back so okay bye i mean and then remember when like, i'm dying thing. remember when she was like i really want to leave this town and go to new york and that's why i have to break up with you archie and then she hasn't done that I think her story is really sad. <laughs> yeah. A girl who had it all, then moved to a small town and never left. Right, right. <laughs> With multiple failing businesses along the way. Also, and murder. She did kill her. Imagine the true crime podcast about Veronica. Oh my God. There's something about Veronica. And that already sounds like a better Veronica storyline <laughs> than what they're doing right now. Please have a murder podcast investigate Chad's death. Oh my god, that's such a good episode! Or I a am. private investigator sent by his family. Literally anyone. I guess there's nothing to solve other I'm than just like... she doesn't care about him. She did kill him, and she does not give a fuck. Well, that's the thing is that these writers they don't they don't they're not interested in relationship drama and, and the fall consequences of actions. Right. You know what they love? Casinos. casinos. They love casinos. They want to write about casinos. <laughs> It, what? Every day, it, it 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 vexes them. They wake up thinking, if only I had a casino bed. <laughs> what if they like we check deadline tomorrow? And it's like Roberto Sacasa, a new you know rebooting Casino as a TV show for the CW. He's doing Las Vegas. Las Vegas 2.0. I just thought, why not do all casinos? Yeah, I really thought it was my. Guess passion. which character is going to be in it, Veronica? Yeah, she's a crossover. She's the Sabrina crossing over <laughs> into all these episodes. Pop sees some guy peeing out back and gets nervous. I was very confused about that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "There's a bathroom inside, right?" I don't get it. <laughs> Who told you you can't go indoors? Yeah. <laughs> There's a line. <laughs> Pop Pop sees that and thinks, "I have to do something." There's a line. Uh, he <laughs> tells Tabitha that she's gone too far. And he's like, he doesn't even see Tony stripping like, in the basement. Alcohol, that's too much. And she's like closing the door to the basement. Like, yep, just alcohol. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Fangs enters the white worm mid-serpent dance. He reveals to Tony that he saw the movie Showgirls. Oh, and, yes. And that this uh, is bad for their custody battle. You can't just be serpent dancing on the pole if we're going to be fighting Kevin for our child. She's like, is Kevin even in this episode? Right. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. I was busy with my casino. My son, baby. Right. <laughs> First name, baby. Middle name, Anthony. Yeah. Last name, Topaz. They're, that's what Mellon? they're fighting over right now. Will right. it be Keller or Topaz or will it be Melody? <laughs> will it be Fogarty is his actual and last I name. I forgot. We don't want to remember. We don't. Percival says that what they're doing, and I, this is adding gambling machines and serpent dances, is declaring war on them. Sure. <laughs> they really throw the rap boots or war. He's, he's like, Veronica, think about it. How could they? They're serving diner food over there. That's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. The wars that these people go in are like, I'm like, there's, this is not a war. He thinks Veronica should teach them a les- lesson, firebomb the hell out of them. Then he over, but like he literally says, firebomb the hell out of them. Yeah, and that kind of switches her. And I'm, I'm Did getting, I'm mean... having a rumor mill thought right now that we'll get to. Okay. But like, uh, he doesn't appear to have been using mind control in this moment. No. Uh, and then Veronica's like, "Wait, I'm not a sexy lamp. I'm a character. <laughs> get out of here." But you can still live in my casino, which is bonkers to me. She's like, like, be careful or I might kick you out. Dude, kick him out. Right, it's like, why are you waiting? She's like, I do need that money and I will be. I, I, don't, I am underwater over here yeah. with this casino. 
brought a casino. Nothing, the casino, <laughs> nothing she has is financially solvent. <laughs> Reggie pouts with the three wise men. <laughs> okay. They just the wise guys. That's the, the wise guys. <laughs> I'm actually upset. You know, I think they recast at least one of them. Oh no. This is like so weird because they only have like two lines, and yet I'm still watching this guy be like, the last guy was better. Oh no. <laughs> this is why the guest stars can't listen. They disrespect Veronica, and Reggie's like, what'd you say? And they're like, we said we want to deepen your partnership with us. Okay. And he's like, cool, I'm in. <laughs> okay, good. I thought you said something mean about Sorry, Veronica. Sorry, for a second. That you talked about the girl who just dumped me. <laughs> uh, Veronica asks Tabitha to meet. Then we next time we see them, she's hugging Tabitha and Tony. And I'm like, sure, why bother showing us the scene of the reconciliation? No, this works. Yeah, tell, don't show. <laughs> Veronica tells Percival that she's giving slot machines to the white worm for a cut. And she's opening a pops booth in the lobby to share in the profits. See, Tabitha's that, idea. That makes sense. Like, if they like pops food, then, right. yeah, it makes sense. Ob- obviously. Right. So this works. Yeah, that, what a great solution to a problem that never needed to exist in the first <laughs> place. Which brings us to, I've had enough of this guy. And the titular guy is Percival Pickens. And oh, I do want to commend the show. Because they've made an incredible villain who I want to hurt so much. Like, I, I, I genuinely be like, oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> Every right. Time he comes no, on he screen, sucks. Incredibly punchable face. Uh, except when it's not punchable. Well, that's the thing. We'll get into it. <laughs> okay. So Jughead's on about folk heroes this week. Stella. He thinks again? he's on about, he's on about. <laughs> Sorry, Stella's getting antsy. Jughead's on about folk heroes this week. He thinks they need one to defeat Percival Pickens. He goes really hard into this He's thing. like, the only way to defeat him is with a fantastical hero of modern myth. Sure. Can you think of any uh, modern folk heroes? Davy Crockett, Paul Bunyan. Modern. Modern. Are those not modern? No. I would say Captain Sully. Okay. Could be considered like a modern folk hero. I see. Okay. Um, maybe? Wait, Captain Sully's the one who landed the plane? Yeah, in the but, Hudson. Then who's the guy who was on the boat with Tom Hanks going, I'm Okay, so, the captain so you're thinking now. of Captain Phillips. Okay, those are really similar Yeah, names. I think Tom Hanks does play most modern American here. <laughs> folk okay, heroes. right. Okay. I don't know who else a, a folk hero would be, though. Yeah, it's hard to think. Because it's like folk heroes kind of rely on a certain bit of mystique. Right. Innate goodness and heroism that in cynical modern times is kind of hard to believe in. Which is why this is like a real reach on Jughead's part. Yeah. Also, Jughead's really excited about it. And I'm like, maybe Jughead... Jughead's like, this is going to be it. This is right. going to solve all of our problems. I don't know, maybe he could just like get him arrested or something. I don't know. Like, why isn't he writing comic books anymore? He's done with that. Oh, that's over? Yeah. I, maybe... he can, he's like, it's all right. I can read minds now. I don't need that. Right. I can write again. <laughs> that's true. I did have a lot of questions about that. Percival Pickens presents at the council meetings, the Pickens Park Revitalization Project, which would restore the park and the statue of his ancestor, who was a mass murderer, Stella. Yes, he was. <laughs> General Pickens was a mass murderer. So he is General Pickens, right? Statue doesn't look anything like him. That doesn't matter. Statue looks like Teddy Roosevelt. Right, I think that that's just stuff <laughs> statue everyone uses. And so well, it's this guy. Listen, if they wanted to set up that he was the guy, then they wouldn't have done that. Well... I still think it's true. Unless, so, unless, you know, if we see him in the past. Yeah. Because the thing you were trying to keep from me last time uh, was revealed in the news release. Should we I talk know. about it? Yeah, time travel episode with Tabitha. Right. You figured I don't know. that they out could, so They fast. could put the guy in with, like, a mustache and different hairstyle, I, I guess. I think that's all he needs. Yeah. It's a statue. It's not like a photo. 
you know? It's a stashew. Stashew, cashew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pistachio. <laughs> so uh, Jughead maybe has a way to beat mind control. And here it is. Here's the, have you ready for this? Here's it's the way a terrible to beat mind way. control. You just think of Luke Perry. Okay. <laughs> yes. If you imagine Luke Perry in your head, you can survive mind control. Nothing can stop you. My favorite part that's of what, this. That's what, that's what a bunch of scientists say. My favorite thing about when Jughead explains this technique that you basically have to emotionally anchor yourself. Right, it's like it's like in Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, well, so Betty says, okay, so I'll think of Polly or my mom. And I'm like, and Archie like looks at her. Did you notice that? <laughs> no. Archie kind of is like, I don't know if it was like intentional. He's like, excuse me, not me. <laughs> right, that's what I was like, wait. I mean, is this like a symbol your that... Your mom, the worst person in all of our lives. Right, that's what I was thinking. I was like, your mom sucks. And your sister who you forgot about for seven years. Well, at first I was like, wait, does Archie not remember Polly? <laughs> you ha- Who's Polly? Right, exactly. Who's Polly? Can but... you imagine if she was like, like Chuck or, or Chick? <laughs> right, right. Like Charles or Chick? Right. My brothers. Who I love. <laughs> I Everyone loves Hart Dunnan. He was at Coachella with all of them. And I'm like, this dude is like, he must be the coolest guy in the world. Fuck. Just so cool. If he ever wants to be on this podcast. Look, I'm just saying, do a storyline with him and Charles now. I Not him alone. Don't no, you no. dare. He needs it. He needs his uh, husband. You don't, I don't think you understand how successful that was. That was <laughs> show. great. We loved it. It was so good. Bring it solved both of their problems. I can't believe that Charles was a serial killer. I can though, but like crazy so jughead tells archie that his plan is to turn archie into a folk hero to inspire everyone away from percival's control and they're gonna do a bunch of feats of strength and they're bringing in mr guinness world records himself first name guinness last middle name, name records. world <laughs> last name <laughs> records and uh he's like archie is there still a spinoff called katie keen he says no he says, well <laughs> is ko kelly still available yes which yeah. is crazy because, like that actor, he's worked on. Uh, he worked on some uh, some uh, some NCIS this season. And so Nick he is like six. Kids? He has like six children. And he lives in Texas. <laughs> right, right. Now, how many scenes is he in in this episode tonight? Three. Like two. Yeah. And they're like, we got to fly him out from Texas he's for busy. this. We got to yeah. get him out of here. We yeah. got to get him up. We got to quarantine him for two weeks in a hotel. Actually, I don't know if they still do that. I would think not. Probably. We got a vaccine now. Yeah. So Archie kicks the council out of his gym because it's a gym again. Right. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Why would you turn this place into a gym? <laughs> Meanwhile, it's Why, so, What kind so- of facility would this be if not a town council meeting space? <laughs> right. Right. Looks very much like a gym Archie, still. Archie explains that he wants to do youth center and boxing plots again. And also- We haven't had a good boxing plot in a long time. I'm just thinking about how Archie really thought that his future was boxing. <laughs> and that was the thing we were going with. And I think eventually everyone was like, how many boxing matches can we watch? How many? It, it You know, it is kind of like, it's an excuse to have a lot of fights, but they're yeah. also um, a little bit samey. Yes, because it's boxing. Because it's boxing. Uh, whereas if you get into fights in places, uh-huh. they're different places. Right. That being said, saves them a lot of money. True. And allows them to have these setups for combat. Jughead announces Archie will be taking on a series of physical tests to be entered into the Book of World Records. Come on down and check it out. Get inspired. Inspired, inspired, inspired. In the, uh, what? No, I'm just thinking thinking about the laying on a bed of nails is actually not that impressive. In Smallville's final season. Okay. Uh, or rather the series finale, which I don't like. Okay. 
the 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 evil thing is an is an alien monster called Darkseid. He was in the new Justice League movie. You didn't watch it. Wasn't I kidding? No, I did. I went to the premiere. No, the four hour long one. Oh, the new new. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. I did not. Yeah, he's not in the original cut. <laughs> uh, but he's his evil planet is like in the sky gonna hit earth oh no we're all gonna die everyone has this omega symbol on their forehead it's a bad time oh no clark uh puts on the superman costume for the first time and flies out the planet and everyone feels so much hope that it solves the problem the day is saved and the planet just leaves what right what does that mean what do you mean they feel so much hope they're like ha ha but that's what jughead's trying to do here be like no they're all gonna love it so much when you when you don't die in these things they're gonna be like ah you're right we shouldn't listen to this british man (laughs) I, I the this guy's so tough. Right, right. That's kind of the other thing. RG's not fighting against anything. He's just laying down on a bed of nails. Also, uh, you can do that, like because yeah. of the way the. It's a. It's about like weight distribution. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Archie lays on a bed of nails. I don't and recommend gets it. Cinder blocks placed on top of him to weigh him down. I think I could do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, some guy takes a carnival hammer to his abs. I couldn't do that. No, wouldn't like I don't that one abs. bit. <laughs> okay. uh, he's locked in a refrigerator and timed. That's my nightmare ever since that mo- the leftovers. And those are all the feats of strength, which are different feats of strength than what Archie did in River Vale before he was sacrificed. <gasps> oh my God, you're right. Yo, I was thinking about this episode. I was like, oh, I don't see the Rivervale connection. Mm, it's there. Oh, there it's is there. One. Yeah. Wow. John. <laughs> wow. So Mr. Guinness says Archie is now the world's toughest man. Cool. Thank you. I guess un- unless he loses a fight later in this episode. <laughs> right. <It> was- <laughs> then that would throw everything out. <laughs> right. Because yeah. that's how world records work. <laughs> Jughead commissioned a statue of Archie, which Jesus, Jughead, no. <laughs> What if he loses? <laughs> Just also, he, like, Jughead doesn't have money for that. Like, hey, he, yeah, wait a second. Who paid for that? Get that from? He's like, Tabitha, sorry, can't do Habsy on the rent this month. So sorry. Tabitha's like, did you ever pay the rent? <laughs> right, right. I've never expected a single thing from you, so it's fine. Because KO is now a professional boxer, he his his um, sorry his boxing record is that he's never failed to knock out an opponent an opponent. So this is a Rocky plot. Yes. Yeah, some of us have not seen Rocky. Wow, some of us should. Some of us. It won it won, it won an award. Which one? Uh, Independent Oscar. Spirit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> cool. Spawned a whole lot of sequels. Too many sequels? I don't know. Some of them are pretty good. Really? Yeah, and some of them are. Not. <laughs> so he doesn't win the fight? In the first one, no. So why? Like, do I care? Is it about the journey? Is it He's, about the climb? Yeah, man. He has a whole thing. He wants to be somebody. If he can just go the distance, that'll be enough for him. No one's ever given him a shot like that. No way, no how. So then it turns out, oh, we got a shot, but he didn't really make it worth it. No? Okay. Well, that's the thing. It turns out people don't expect him to go one round in the ring oh. with, with uh, Apollo Creed. But he goes. He goes all rounds. ten, and then they become best friends, right? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, in the second movie, they have a rematch, which Rocky does win. Yay! Then in the third movie, Rocky loses to Mr. T, okay. and then Apollo Creed comes and is like, "Let me teach you." And then they and then they train together, and then he gets better. Is that a good movie? Yeah, I mean, so like the first two are like definitely a little bit more artistic. Okay. And, and then like like he's there's something um, slow 
about okay. Rocky when you're when you're watching be like, does this guy have like mental like what's going on up there? Okay. Uh, and then by the third and fourth movie, he's like he's just Stallone. Oh he's yeah. He's just like I'm the most ripped guy. I'm the best guy. I'm the richest yeah. guy. Yeah. Stallone directs them all himself now. <laughs> he's got like a robot in the fourth one that's friends with his dumb best friend. His best friend Polly's the worst. He's a robot. Yeah, there's a robot in the fourth one. Okay. Sylvester Stallone's actual son had like autism and, and they had this robot to help with the kid. He loved it so much he put it in the movie. That's and then cute. no, it gets better. Because okay. recently he released a recut of the movie uh-huh. and decided I don't like the robot anymore. So he cut it out of the movie entirely. That's so weird. Did you know that um that at one point he sold his dog to pay for Rocky or something? That's the thing. He was like so poor in the first one. Yeah. And yet he was really insistent that he play Rocky. Right. And I guess it worked out really he could well. Have, yeah, I mean, for him, it turned out really well. That dog okay? I think the, I think he gets the dog back. I, I have no idea how that story ends. I'll tell you <laughs> okay. what, that dog's not alive today. Uh, well, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that in front of Stella. Don't say that in front of Stella. The dog is fine. The dog lived a happy, healthy life until old age. Very old age. It's fine. Anyway. So if Archie does a Rocky, that'll be enough. He doesn't need to defeat KO and ruin his career but he does have to ruin K.O.'s streak of knocking people out because Archie is vulnerable. They really haven't thought much about this. Right. K.O. shows up like there's still a spinoff on TV. He's right. like, hey, I've just been in my own storylines. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Archie asks him to help set up the ring. He says, no way. I'm going to the casino where nothing bad ever happens. All right. My favorite thing was about how he's like, I thought that you could come and set up this giant boxing ring for me, person I haven't seen in presumably many, many years. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> and you're like, well, nice seeing you. <laughs> yeah. Hard pass on that, Archie. Why would you ask me here to do manual labor? So Archie's finishing the ring when Percival swings by to mind control him. <laughs> he tells Archie to cut himself with a box cutter, but it breaks against his invulnerable skin. My favorite part is coming up. Well, Percival, Percival didn't know about that. He's like, what? And then Archie looks at a picture of Luke Perry and breaks free of mind control. It is not just a picture of like Luke Perry. It is like the most like... like it's like, like a glamour shot, right? It's like a, right, it's like a thing that you would sign autographs for. <laughs> it's like his headshot, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. In the, in the bottom corner, it says Luke Perry. Right, exactly. It, it has his agent's information. Like, that's how it feels, and it's so funny because he's smiling so big, but it doesn't feel like a Riverdale right. version of it. It's so funny. I do miss him. I love Luke Perry. I'm so sad about that. That was a horrible situation. He's still the best, but... That photo made me laugh. And yeah. you know what? It, it would have made al- him it'll laugh. It'll always be like kind of this like... It's so sad. ...hole of true emotion that they can just pull on now. Yes, absolutely. I agree. I felt something. So as soon as this fails, Percival leaves. And this is the part we're watching the show. I was like, go get him. <laughs> Break his jaw. Right. And, and, and I'm not saying that because like I... You condone violence. Right, right. What I'm saying is like, have you? did you watch Jessica Jones? I watched some of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. What I liked about it, the first season specifically, is how often she made really bad decisions for the sake of, of, of trying to stop this guy in the short term. Yeah. And that, it would, that could lead to much worse things. And what, what's bothering me ab- about this storyline is what you were saying earlier about how it's like, can't we just go kill him or beat him up right. or something? And be like, well, then we'll be no better than him. Sure. That's one argument. But the better argument is you're in your mid-20s and not very smart. And (laughs) it would make sense for you to do that thing and then for him to get the upper hand in some way. And then we have a dramatic situation 
But it, we're being almost too smart, and I'd love it if we got a little bit dumber so that things could get more hectic and messier. What if they put him in a freezer? What What if they put him in a freezer? Right. Can't wham me a freezer. They have a freezer. We know they have a freezer. <laughs> a person-sized freezer. <laughs> exactly. This'll work great. It'll work great. It's a thing. Yeah, you don't need to kill him. Then you'd be no better than him. Great. Bind his arms. Take him into the woods. Sure. Yeah, sounds <laughs> Not great. Not the gay woods. I think that's the- different. The 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 put him in the yellow jackets woods. Yeah, that <laughs> the yellow jackets woods where nothing bad ever happens. Where Lottie manifests evil demons in the night. Man, Lottie is not does not have superpowers, and I stand by that. Yeah, yeah, no, Lottie just manifested shit. Yep. They all took shrooms, and then suddenly they're like, "Oh, she's real!" Come on, guys. No, Lottie just has a mental illness, and just because just because one girl won't die. <laughs> And another girl did. <laughs> it's this is called chatting about yellow jackets. Yeah, yeah. This is yellow like, chatter. Yellow chatter. That <laughs> Does that sounds... make sense? Yeah. All right. I mean, no, but fine. <laughs> chatter jackets. We got to figure out what the fan name is for yellow jackets. The jackets. The bees. The buzz. The hive. It's the hive. Obviously, it's the hive. Okay. It's the hive. Getting the hive. Yeah, it's the hive. We're talking yellow jackets in the hive. Exactly. Jughead thinks Archie should reveal Percival's secrets after the fight. Once he's written into the Guinness Book of World Records, he'll be winning so much that he's going to get tired of winning. So annoying when I win. And that will be the point where he, where everyone's going to be paying attention and be like, Archie, you're the best. Tell us something. And be like, uh, that man's bad. And they'll all go like, you're <laughs> yes. right. Get out of town. We don't like him either now. He's bad. <laughs> of course, he couldn't have won this fight. No, definitely Actually, not. Actually, you didn't win this fight either, but you know what I mean. And then Percival introduces himself to K.O. and whammies him. Next thing we know, Archie's meeting Jack at the hospital. K.O. walked into traffic willingly. Are you sure he was mind controlled? <laughs> well, I mean, they told us. They didn't show us. No, I know. I'm just kidding. That was just a mean snipe at K.O. I apologize. Brutal. Brutal. Come on. Brick walls can walk into traffic. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, K.O. I really miss Katie Keene. I love that show. It's funny. This man is so nice to me when I meet him. He seems like the nicest guy. <laughs> he definitely guy. hasn't, hasn't heard my comments it's Katie Keene. K.O. Kelly. I mean, this character. He's doing better work on NCIS, I gotta say. Oh, he's been in other things. I think he's good, but this character seems like the like a bag of rocks. Just everything rocks. right over his head. Right. He's just like, oh, nice British man. Yeah, I'll talk to you. What's going on? Though I do appreciate that he was like, I don't really want to talk to him for that long. I really want to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I, I'm not a very complicated person. I like to eat. <laughs> I like to go to sleep early and I like to box. Right. <laughs> like, do you like to walk? <laughs> it's a traffic shirt. Let's do it. Love it. Percival calls Archie. And offers to take Ko's place as Archie's opponent. And I like this scene. Because Archie would be like, yeah, give me the chance. I'll punch you in the face. I was like, Archie, are you a moron? Obviously, he has an agenda. Well, he, he adds this element that he was top of his boxing class at Cambridge. Which no one can prove. Right. right. He did not uh, go to so college. I think you're a liar. <laughs> Unless he went to Cambridge. Right. 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 <laughs> With a V. Archie ups the stakes. If he wins, Percival resigns from the council. And if Percival wins, Archie personally installs the General Pickens statue. Now, none of this seems like a trap. Don't worry. Archie will be thinking of Luke Perry the whole time. Aww. What could go wrong? Yeah. So it's fight o'clock. Fight o'clock. And damn it, Percival's jacked. He's kind of upset. I'm like, great, this guy looks fantastic yeah. with that shirt on too. Of course he does. I kind of wanted him to be a wimp. It's, uh, I, I honestly do think it's 
really well directed. Yeah. Which is honestly Gabriel. a more reason where I'm like, damn, I wanted Hiram to be the best fight he ever had in here. He's watching this and crying in heaven. And then he turns the channel and it switches to Real Housewives. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> they talk shit on him. Yeah. Uh, Percival tries to whammy Archie, but nope, Luke Perry. But he still lands a devastating blow. And my first thought is Palladium. Yep, in the boxing gloves, right? Right. Yep. Yeah, so he's wearing weighted, weighted gloves with palladium. And the rest of the fight is just hard to watch because it's some kind of version of boxing where they never have uh, uh, um, rounds. Yeah. And they never go back to their sides to talk to their coaches. They're just in it until they're done. It's upsetting that Kevin Keller... Which is frustrating because, like, Archie could have strategized around this. So Sheriff Keller used to be his boxing coach. Right, and now, now he's, he's over there. Cheering against That's what him. I'm saying. It's Give me some emotional... Safe. This is, like happening yeah. give me an emotional reaction i forget sheriff keller's first name uh i think it's sheriff what <laughs> is his first name rob no no chris no a B, kevin's C, dad e f g h i j k l m n o p q r s t u v w x y z none of it's coming up <laughs> mr he's like mr keller what What's going on? He's like, I'm gonna Google it. That's I'm sorry, Archie. I just don't like you anymore. You know, yeah. something more real than that. But like, if if Percival could operate in such a way where he oh, could I... actually snag people on like a genuine emotional response or a reason to not like Archie or to want to help him or something, like Keller started that way because well, Kevin got hit in the face by a homeless man. Hmm. Yeah, it was fair. Do you want to know his first name? Yeah, Tom. Tom. When I said Ron, I was close. Is he not married to to the Sierra McCoy? I mean, clearly not. Huh, that did bummer. not work out. Bummer. Yeah, and wherever, whatever wife he may have had at some point, I don't think is ever going to be on this show. <laughs> no. They're like, crazy. hold on. I'm sure someone in the writers' room is like, should we bring that in? And other people are saying, but that would be for Kevin. Right. Ooh. We don't. We don't do that here. No. Oh. <laughs> Kevin. We don't do. We, we make bad things happen to Kevin. <laughs> yeah. We only hurt him. Right. So sad. Percival corners Archie and wails on him. I'm screaming for Archie to fight back for the love of God. Yeah. Um. Jughead tells Archie to stay down, but he gets up, and so Percival hits him with an uppercut, and he is a goner. And the Mister Guinness nods and makes a note. Which I presume says, not world record worthy. <laughs> yeah, no, loses the world record. And then they show us the statue, which is waiting in the locker room, where she's like crying and busted. It's a bummer. The statue is in the exact same pose as the Rocky statue in Philly. I getting it now? <laughs> it's a Rocky thing. Do you think it's crazy how like the sports statue in Philly is of a fictional boxer? That is weird. I mean, I, I didn't know Rocky was fake, but sure. No, okay, I knew that. Okay. But there, imagine... There was, like, a real boxer named Rocky that's kind of based off of... Wait, really? Yeah. But not Balboa. That's not his last name. Interesting. Okay. Archie's not getting a medal. <sighs> they were outplayed. Betty shows up. Betty's like, sorry, I'm, I am in this episode. <laughs> I am. I have such a headache. <laughs> <laughs> How could Percival have learned Archie's weakness and put it in his glove? <gasps> Betty had a piece. And it's not in her desk at work. Oh, no. How? One, I think you'd probably check her desk at work. I know that's not how he found it, but it's not a particularly difficult place to hide it. Even locked? Yeah. Percival yeah. makes note of Archie's weakness in his little 
Little notebook of weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> little notebook of little, weaknesses. Little, little black book of weaknesses. <laughs> he whammied Alice the other night to take him to Betty's room where he whammied her before she was fully conscious. Meanwhile, Sheriff Keller reports back to Percival. Archie did put up the statue. I wish he'd put it like a bomb in the statue. Right, it's something. Okay, <laughs> just statue. lay down. Or like, huh, the statue's hands are giving me the middle finger. That's interesting. <laughs> Weird. Percival tells Frank and Kelly that his next target is Tabitha Tate. Aww. Is this man straight up racist? I thought that, and I think so, actually, yeah. Because, like, maybe. he went straight for Tony and Tabitha first. Yes, I kind of think so. I think that he is General Pickens, and General Pickens was clearly racist, and therefore... Okay, I feel like there's a few more things we need to get to of, like, what he's doing here now. Yeah, sure. Why? I know, but I do think I do think that's part of it. I have thought that for a bit. Well, that's the end of the episode. You know, are we still recording? Oh, it's great. Cool. So who is your citizen of the week? I think Tabitha, actually. Okay. I love her. Mm. I think Percival Pickens. I think he's a great man bringing money into <laughs> oh, the yeah, town. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, cool. he talked to me the other night. Also, the, citizens <laughs> of, uh, the citizen of the week can also be a hot FBI agent who shows up. <laughs> that's right. It's Agent Drake. <laughs> right, Agent suddenly Drake. suddenly my new favorite. I'm, I want to pull this girl up again. This is, this is nuts. <laughs> if she wants to be on our episode next week. I'm like, I'm like Googling Agent Drake Archie. <laughs> like, <laughs> should I know who this person is? Yeah, like Agent Drake Riverdale popping up. Yeah, people have been searching. <laughs> I really hope that she understands how much we enjoyed her. She's just got like piercing eyes and stuff. This actress, Sophia Tatum. Who are you? Who are are you? I just want to know you. I just want to know who you are. This is crazy because the Archieverse wiki is like pretty detailed for (laughs) no actual more information than we know. You got to listen to this. She has one. She has one scene. Right, and they're they're like a. Throughout Riverdale, season six, informing Betty about pyrokinesis. <laughs> Agent Drake meets with Betty at Pops. She's oh been God, watching me so Betty since the Starkweather case, but the reason they're meeting now is because she has some inside information on the case Betty's working in regards to the strange death of a night nurse at Thornhill. Despite Dr. Curdle Jr.'s findings, <laughs> Agent Drake suspects that Darius's death is the result of someone manifesting pyrokinesis, which is the ability to create and control fire with the mind. The onset of such an ability is usually triggered by puberty or intense traumas. I do like that because she's like... They're like, how could trigger this? She's like, the usual stuff. Puberty, intense traumas. I know, I was like, I don't actually What do you mean usual? Yeah, I don't think we know what this is. For controlling fire? It's so long. That's too detailed for such a small thing. Uh, Good for you, Sophia Tatum. You're striking. You're striking. Um, Sorry, Stella's now eating or drinking. She's having a hell of a night. She is. It's a party. I forget what her next thing is. Oh, who jumped the shark this week? Ooh, who jumped the shark? I did cringe a little bit about the choice of private dancer for the song. I'm gonna about the say the bringing the serpent dance back too was like, oh, your thing that no one liked the first time around, right? But we didn't do a slowed down version of Gary Jules's Mad World, so right. it's got to be a different song every Happy time. Happy birthday! Do you think someday Tony will be the lady in the corner and be like, you got to do the serpent dance for your man, honey? I think I think that that was always her dream, and I hope she can achieve it. Maybe maybe the time travel storyline will help her do it. Maybe yeah. I think they're going back in time though. That's in the, that happened in the past. That's she'll true. become the old lady. Oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Who's going to become their own ancestor in the time travel plot? Oh man. Welcome to the rumor mill. I don't know. That's hard. I would like to see Archie, like a previous version of Archie who sucks. <laughs> like, 
I would, I would love that. Please let KJ play. Like if Kirk from Gilmore Girls were Archie. Right. That's what I want. Exactly. That's all I want. That would be fun. We we love. Kirk that. also loved jobs. Yeah. See, that would yeah. be fun. That would be a very fun thing. Okay. So I want to hear your theories about. Here's my Cheryl thing, right? Okay. Because. What I think they could do, what I think would be cool, because okay. Jughead's like, we need, we need a folk hero. We need a hero. We need someone to save this town. Mm-hmm. Maybe you actually need the monster that already lived in town. Cheryl? Cheryl, <gasps> Cheryl versus Percival. Okay. Cheryl with fire powers versus Percival. Can you imagine Percival being like, Cheryl, I want to talk to you. And he's doing like the, the superpowers. And then she's like, oh yeah. And then just sets him on fire. Or just like literally combusts him. Yeah. yeah I would, I mean, come on. Works for me. <laughs> do great. She will not leave her home. No. Yeah, that is the, that is a problem. I don't... Yeah. I, I know. I want to love it. But guys... Why? You know why she popped in the first place was because she was great in contrast to everyone else. Right. Get her out of that house. I don't know why they leave her in the house. Is it like, if we, if we take her out of the house, what are we going to do with Nana? Dude, do nothing with <laughs> Nana! <laughs> Nana will be fine. You don't. Nana doesn't need to be in every episode. She's a bad person who we don't like. I mean, I do enjoy when I see her on. Screen. She's entertaining, right? But like, but no, she's a bad. Woman. I would rather see Cheryl with the gang. Well, it feels like there is no gang anymore. Yeah, uh, there's kind of Betty Jughead and Archie. I just can't. Who are, who are more in line with each other than they've ever been? Yes. they're in a story together. That's true. That's very rare. I can't believe that we're just never gonna see Bughead again. I'm like shook by that. I'm it, like, it, I mean, like it, her and Archie are barely together now too. I They're know. just like three friends doing a thing. It's so weird to me though, because it's like the ca- the chemistry that like sizzled between Archie. It's gone. It's gone. It's like dead. It's sad. It's, oh no, I was talking about the chemistry between her and Jughead. It's gone. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's gone. Okay. It's dead. It's yeah. sad. Oh. I'm upset about that. Okay. You know what you could do. Right. Watch any it. of the five seasons of Riverdale where they're dating. I know. Just sad. What do you you have five seasons of Riverdale where they're dating? I just thought that You have so many Tumblrs and Instagrams and TikToks of all of the moments when they were cute together you could watch. And you know what? That does keep me alive. Yeah. So I guess I could do that. I just think it's more just like, wow, okay. I, re- I really did not think that we would get to the place where I'm like, I don't really think that they're going to get back together. Mm. I just never really thought that that would be a thing. I always thought, yeah, okay. Because they were, they were Avengers Endgame. They were Avengers Endgame. Anytime somebody says that, I'm now like sus about whether they're actually going to be <laughs> Avengers Endgame, you know? Yeah. I'm always like, eh, I don't know. They never follow through. They say it, but can they pull it off? Yeah. Well, that's like Nate and Blair, not Nate and Blair, uh, Nate and Serena and Gossip Girl. People were like, oh, they're Endgame. And I'm like, mm, they weren't. Mm. She uh, she married a stalker. Oh. So, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's normal. Well, maybe when they do like a years later reboot or whatever, she'll yeah. be like married to Ryan Reynolds in that version. Oh, yeah. She's like, actually, it turned out that that guy was a psycho. <laughs> yeah. Do you know so, that guy was a stalker? <laughs> right. So weird. Anyway, guys, Riverdale. Mm-hmm. I like your idea about how everything that's happening in Rivervale happening, is happening in Riverdale, and I yeah. hope that pays off. I wonder if Archie being defeated like this was his sacrifice yeah. to, to renew the town or whatever. I'm just curious. Again, that was Cheryl. Was. That was Cheryl in Rivervale doing right. that. But this guy being working at the casino, he's much closer to the devil in Rivervale. Yeah. Who never met Cheryl in that episode? Well, it's just very strange, and right? And then Sabrina will have to roll through at some point. 
Sabrina no. will be like, this is all fucked up. Here's why. Sabrina's like, I had a dream about this. Yeah, <laughs> right? Imagine we're all living in Sabrina's I mean, dream. she might be the one to say it, or they'll just waste her again. Yeah. There's got... I agree. There's got to be something River Valley. Otherwise, why do any of this, almost? I think once they... I, I mean, you know, someone was, whoever was asking about the superpowers and if they'll go away... The moment they solve whatever this Rivervale thing, reality will probably snap back to the same old rules. Yeah. It's kind of weird to think of it going back to normal now, uh, you know? Yeah. And having it just be like kind of chaotic things that aren't superhero related. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea what comes after this. Me either. Like you made a successful big bad, you gotta get rid of him. Yeah. I do really like him. I think he really works. Don't let him overstay his welcome, though. Yes, I agree. <laughs> he works because we want him gone. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Though I'm curious with the last season. I think you got to make one of the characters a villain. You got to make Veronica the villain. You got to make, even if it's yeah. Name... I I think you have an opportunity for him to really get under. Oh, the Veronica thing I was mm-hmm. thinking about. You know, because I mean, you know, he should be like controlling her, right? Why yeah. isn't he controlling her? Maybe that picture of Hiram in her office was her actually emotional. protects her. Interesting. Or maybe it was her emotional tether. Yeah. Same yeah. deal. Yeah. Stella, I don't know if she liked that She wants to go outside so bad. She does. She will wait. We're almost done, Stella. So, John, what are you watching? Have you seen the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? I have not, but I've heard amazing things, it's so don't have spoilers. It's so good. I can love I, Swiss I Army spo- Man. Can I, can I say one thing? Say one, one thing. So, what makes Michelle Yeoh so powerful in the multiverse rules of this movie is all of the uh, uh, things she attempted in life but never followed through on. Okay. Because that puts her close to a lot of potential lifetimes where she did succeed at all. Interesting. Okay. Which makes me think of Archie. Yeah. And if he worked in the rules of the everything everywhere all at once multiverse, he is so close to success at so many different things. Yeah. That he would be like the best. Yeah. He could take on Michelle Yeoh. Interesting. <clears throat> I'd be wild if he was like, he did, did something crazy and all of a sudden, hey, I'm a guitarist. And he's like, yeah. yeah. Right. I, he's ordinary Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's wow. right. I, I don't know why we needed it everywhere all at once. That's, when we had the movie should have been Joe. called Ordinary Michelle Yeoh. Exactly. But she would never be ordinary. No, so. she's extraordinary. There's that. That's actually really funny that Ordinary Joe is like a really shitty version <laughs> yeah. of everything I everywhere mean, all at once. I mean, I've seen every episode of Ordinary Joe, so. You're the only one. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't you finish didn't, it. You didn't finish of it. Of course not. It wasn't going to get picked up for a second season. I watched it. And last I wasn't season. enjoying it. I was enjoying it so much, you guys. I did watch every episode. I can't believe, though, that that actually did worse than La Brea. That hurts me. Is La Brea coming back? La Brea got picked up. Hell yeah. Jack Martin. Fuck yeah. Have you watched any of it? No. Right? So. I watched his TikTok. Seriously, how is this a thing? I don't know, man. People love dinosaurs. There's no dinosaurs in that show. Then I really can't explain it. <laughs> Sorry. I haven't seen it. Maybe it's great. It's just Australians doing American accents. Tax credits? Unclear. What are you watching? Um, the new season of Good Trouble. So I'm very behind because Ian and I watched it together and he was gone for a while. So I just watched the first episode of the fourth season last night. It's like my favorite show. I How love long it ago so did much. it air? Uh, maybe like a month or two ago. Oh, okay. So not that long. It's actually kind of nice to like have it back. I didn't even back. realize it was back. It's the best. Do you I watch guess, it? Oh, I know. I just haven't driven by that one freeform poster in oh, Burbank in yeah. a while. Right. Which always tells me what's the next thing on is. Very convenient for you. I only ever cared when it was Cloak and Dagger. Um, well, this is really good. And I really, really love it. I know you do. It's really great. Where can they find you? 
You can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. I am private now um, for safety reasons. And so <laughs> you can also find us on Instagram. Under at the Riverdale Register podcast. Should that be private now too? No, that's fine. Great. If you listen to this, you've already committed. <laughs> so if you're in this deep. <laughs> exactly. All good. All good. But yeah, definitely messages there because it's fun to get your messages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Maybe. over and out, River Vixens. Over and out, River Vixens.